All right. Good morning. Good afternoon or good evening, everybody. I'm extremely excited because um, this episode will be for our members for a handful of hours before it goes public. But the reason I say that is because for those on our Patreon, you'll know that in the last handful of months, the last two to three months, I have been quite avidly uh, referencing um, a sketch in which truly, thanks to Mr. Matei himself, uh, I was able to help some of our audience members um, understand in a more clarified manner pertaining to remote viewing, but more so a particular skill that Mr. Matei has himself called Upsight. So for those that may not recall, I'll put it up on the screen now after when I'm editing the episode. Uh, we talked about, again, the, all the different grays in which Mr. Matei saw, and then they noticed him, and then they kind of, excuse me, without um, butchering your words, uh, pushed him out of there, if you will. But without further ado, Mr. Matei, this has been weeks in the making, and I'd like to thank you so very kindly for coming on. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks, Dave. And just to let you know, the last name is Matt. It's one syllable. Oh, thank you so much, so, Tom Matt. Yeah, no so worries, no worries. I get thank it all the time. I get it all well, the time. If, if we could start, what was, uh, maybe not your first, but any personal experience pertaining to your remote viewing, or maybe even in the physical that you'd like to start with, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Yeah, let me let me take it back to um, the first time this ever happened, because there was like a, a before and an after with this ability. And about 10 years ago, um, I was addicted to cocaine and I was I had a business and I was a drug. You know, I did a lot of drugs and I had a psychotic episode and I literally I was doing so much drugs that I literally walked out on my family and my business because I thought um, all these unbelievable things. One of them, I thought my children were aliens. I thought I was being followed by satellites. It was a real drug induced psychotic break. I eventually landed in, in a psychiatric teaching hospital and I was homeless. This all lasted for about a year. Okay, so it was real. And I wrote about it in a book called Jesus Goes to Hollywood, a memoir of madness. It's on a, um, it's on a, you can get it on Amazon. Okay. So the reason I say that is because before this event, I didn't have any of these abilities, right? So as I was coming out of this drug induced, you know, uh, psychotic break, and I wasn't using anymore, things started happening in my, you know, obviously something was triggered, probably by the drugs. Something was triggered over the course of this year, and my brain connected in ways in which it hadn't before, at least that's how the doctors described it, because I went to a bunch of specialists and I said, listen, this is how it was before, this is where I am now, in between I did drugs, and they're like, oh, that's the key, that's the answer. I believe that's part of the answer, I don't believe that's entirely the answer. In any case, one day I'm sitting on the couch, and um, I'm just looking off into space, and I have these hallucinations, I start seeing things. One of them was a slot machine. The other one was the back of a dinosaur. The other one was blood cells moving through my body. And finally, the, the first four, because I remember them so distinctly, was the Grim Reaper. So they were very specific things. And I was in awe. I wasn't scared. I was like, what is happening? I'm not on drugs, but something is happening. So I started researching, you know, hallucinations. Um, and to be clear, I've called them hallucinations, but hallucinations are you know, doctors, they think there are things you see that you believe are real. I know these things aren't real, but they're still there. You know, it's like when you're in a dream, you know, it. well, sometimes, you know, it's real. Sometimes, you know, it's not, especially when you're in a really deep dream. But I knew these things weren't real, but they were in my field of vision. So I started um, doing research on hypnagogic hallucinations and all this um, and all these other hallucinations. And I started emailing specialists about this. And um, and that started this journey. 
And that was like nine years ago, you know, it was 10 years ago for the psychotic break and nine years ago, I've had this ability. And since then it's grown. I, uh, I've, uh, I wouldn't say I've mastered it by any measure, you know, but I've used it a lot more. Um, and to be clear, when I say I see these things, um, and we talk, we'll talk today about lucid dreaming, remote viewing, and astral projections. When I say I see these things, I am literally seeing them. If you saw a movie called The Queen's Gambit, and I'm sure some of you viewers have, there's a scene where the protagonist is laying at the bed at night, and she's looking up at the ceiling, and she's looking at the chess pieces, and she sees them moving around. It's almost like a hologram, same color, very similar color. That is, to me, what these um, upside images look like. So it's very clear. I'm not thinking about them. You know, when we say, if I asked you right now, think of a Think of the Jaws poster, the famous Jaws poster. You're going to access some part of your brain and you're going to think about it, right? Um, I don't do that. I, if you say, think about the Jaws poster, I can do that. But I, if you say, look at it, I would go, you know, turn my head and I would see it. It would come alive. The shark would be swimming. Yeah, it's fascinating. And it wouldn't be in that color, but it's the same idea. So, yeah, it's very unique. And I've been looking for answers since then because... I got to tell you, man, <laughs> the way I move through the world now is completely different than the way I moved for, through it 10 years ago. Wow. Well, can we uh, can we jump into um, something that you've posted on your Medium article, which I encourage everybody to give a read to? And I must say, this is an absolutely, I'm going to share the screen here, uh, because this is an absolutely fantastic article, in my humble opinion, sir. And I wanted to focus on um, this here, Alexander's Band. And would you be able to break down for the audience what we're looking at here? This is, I think, a beautiful illustration, but also I have my own additions to make um, as well, um, or my own perspectives, rather, after you you break this uh, down, if you'd be so kind. Absolutely. To. So when we look at the um, double rainbow, right, we look at the double rainbow and, you know, you only have to you can only see it when the sun is behind you, typically after a rain, when you see the, you know, the droplets reflecting off the um, water and it looks like the two. Um, images are sitting on top of each other. The one rainbow inner circle is darker and the outer circle is lighter, but it looks like it's on top of each other, correct? Right, yeah. So when I see it through upside, it, that's not the case at all. What's happening is that the inner circle, which is the, the smaller one, is actually a funnel coming towards us, spinning. When, once it gets to a certain point, it spins back the other way, and the, the second lighter rainbow is coming out of it, and it's, um, it's farther down the horizon, almost like a Doppler event type of effect when the sound goes, it's lighter. This is what's happening um, when I see it through these, when I call, you know, we'll get to a minute, dark matter, I think it's dark matter, or whatever, I see this through upside. Now, when you and I look at it, it doesn't look like that at all. You know, no, this is not something you're ever going to find in a physics book. So it intrigues me that the dark matter, seeing it through, again, I'm saying dark matter, we'll get to that in a minute. The way I see it through upside um, looks completely different. And the Alexander's band is the gray area where these two things overlap each other. So the, the, at first it's going this way, when it, so it's muddied. So the, 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 the waves, call them the waves are muddied. And that's how I see it. So I drew a picture of it. So it's not two circles, it's two funnels. One's coming towards us and one's going the other way. Now, if you've got a physicist on watching the show, they're going to say, bullshit, that's not right. All I can tell you is what I see. Right. You know, it's right. fascinating that, I, that it shows me this. 
May I add very quickly as well, before we go on, um, for our audience here, you'll notice as well, Mr. Frederick Portugal um, has posted some of his fantastic spectro spectro spectroscopy work when uh, he worked at Boeing and all of this. This was not from his time at Boeing, I'd like to be very clear. However, he's pointed out as well that when he notices what seem to be voids or perfect squares in what we call the space-time metric, in order for whatever it is, this square, circle, regardless of the shape for this alleged portal to open, there is sort of what seems to be a vortex type squirt, a squirt gun of what Mr. Um, Portugal thinks is plasma. This is just a hypothesis, if you will. I cannot help but think of, again, the, the concept of the spiral of entropy and negentropy, the concept of the toroid field here, in addition to many other things that seem to correlate with this. Does that, does that resonate with you in any regard, sir? Any of those uh, elements? You know, first of all, I'm not any kind of physicist or a chemical physicist. All the research I've done is because of the images I see. And the and I I, I don't know if it's plasma. I honestly, I, I in my blog, I think it's dark matter. And now we know dark matter is really a placeholder for the uh, to, to describe the anomalous rotation of galaxies. Correct. And for me, this is a placeholder. But um, but it's something it could be plasma. I don't know. You know, but I call it dark matter because I think something has evolved in my eyes to be able to see something. It, I couldn't, a mutation occurred. Now I can see things I couldn't before. So there's a word I learned, and this is a, without a doubt one of my favorite words. Um, it's called umwelt. When I was doing research, an umwelt is the environment that a biological organism moves through the world with. So yours and I experience going through the world is completely different than a dolphin or a bat. You know what I'm saying? Or a mosquito. We all see the world differently, right? So whatever happened to me, the way I see the world and move through the world has changed significantly since um, 2011 and 2012. And um, this is just, upside is just one of the ways. The other two ways is the mathematics and the, um, the being able to separate a psychotic thought from a normal thought, or I'll say an external thought from an internal thought. And if you know anything about ufology or um, there's something called Tyler's protocol, which, which talks about when you're in a meditative state and you're completely calm, you can, there, you can feel, for lack of a better words, the difference between a thought that's internal, right, that's coming from you, and one that you think is external. Now, in my book, I write about this very specifically because I didn't learn about Tyler's Protocol till the last few months. In my book, um, the last third of my book, it's, I describe how I kind of self-diagnosed and figured out to come out of my psychosis. I used to have thoughts and I would act on them. I would thought they were real. I would have a ridiculous thought and I think it was real. And I didn't know why. But it, it wasn't just a thought. It was in a, a behavior and an action. And it was very destructive. Right. So once I came out of psychosis, I had a, these thoughts still. And I realized, wait a minute, this might not be the typical mechanism of the way I had thoughts before. Perhaps I called it creative in the book, but now I'm calling it external. Maybe this is coming from somewhere else. Maybe this thought is being generated outside of me. Now, for those of you who are skeptics, think about it like this. We know that we create our own voice sound. It comes from the body, right? You know it's coming from the body. But sound also comes from out of the body. So if you hear a sound, right, that's not coming from you, that's coming from outside, it comes in through the ears, and it's different. Even if you heard your voice on a tape recorder, 
you know it's not coming from you because you're not using the same muscles and the same um, you know brain mechanisms you are to create that voice. So even if somebody played a recording of your voice, you knew it would be coming from you. The reason I use that example is it's and it's that's that's obvious, but this is nuanced. This is the same type thing that I believe is happening. Something's from out and something is from within. But most of us don't um, can't don't realize it because they haven't gone through a you know, psychotic episode. I mean, schizophrenic thinks their voices are coming from outside all the time. And all the doctors say, no, that's ridiculous. You know, you're, you need to take your meds. Um, and I'm not diagnosing anybody with schizophrenia because let me tell you, I, I had some psychotic you know, behavior and stuff like that. Wow. Well, I, that's thank you so much, sir, for for that answer there. I wanted to put up on the screen uh, the sketch of the description of Upsite, which is pinned on your uh, Twitter uh, for anyone that would like to uh, check uh, uh, Mr. Matt's workout. I will take I will put all of his information in the description for YouTube uh, for those on YouTube. Could you explain, sir, what we are seeing here? I think you you you've described just now um, that concept of there being that sort of middle ground with the uh, so previous illustration. Okay, so this is, let's take away, let's move from Tyler's protocol, which was the thoughts sure. back to upside, which is actual vision, things you can literally okay. see, because there is a distinction, you know, so this is how, uh, this is, I call, uh, this is what upside is, this is the things that I can do, or my vision, I, I can do it, it just happens, so the closest to, uh, to me, for me, with upside is lucid dreaming, that's when you um, can control your dreams, and it's very personable, it's personal, it's private information you don't want to share with anyone else, it's closer to you, it's closer to you literally, physically, and it's closer to you emotionally, okay, the next one is remote viewing is when you could take the upside visions and go somewhere and see something happening. I use the Eiffel Tower here, leaning Tower of Pisa, see what's going on around the Eiffel Tower, right? That's the next level. And the final level, again, these are all personal to me. Somebody else might have a different experience, but sure, is astral yeah. projection. So that's when you, that's crazy. When you're sitting on a star, you're in space. That's just fun. That can be a blast. But interesting enough, that's also where abstract knowledge lies, where the mathematics live. So the math is way, way out there. And these three-dimensional structures that I can fold, bend, and all like that, it's farther away. You would think it would be close, but it's not. Um, and the reason I have um, the reason I have the woman in the picture is that I think we can meet in the remote viewing ground. I my belief is that if I have a astral projection and somebody else is in the same room with me and has the same astral projection or excuse me remote viewing, we should be seeing the same thing, right? Why wouldn't we? If we both have the same gift, if it's a typical vision, why wouldn't we? Now, I you know I'm, I want to start proving that, but, um, but it's going to take some time. And the reason I have the grays up there, this is going to fascinate people who are follow, uh, you know, the woo side of ufology and stuff is because during every single one of these um, times I viewed, and I've done it so many times, these freaking grays show up at every level and they literally, they, they, they mess with me. You know, if I'm in lucid dreaming, they'll show up and they'll mess with it or they'll distract me to get me to do something else. It's incredible. If I'm remote viewing, it's like they're, I don't want to say tormenting. It's more like a nuisance, like a pest. Now, I know people have different experiences with grays, but mine, they, I don't think they like when I do this. 
And one of the reasons we'll get to this is that I remote viewed them on a ship and I, I watched them doing something. And I'm like, if we could do that, if humans could do that, we would learn from them and we would be able to do it too. Um, so yeah, does that explain, uh, does that help? Do you think I did a good description there? Oh, absolutely. And this, I will say, sir, this speaks to, at least on, on, on my side of the audience, our side here, this speaks to a lot of people very avidly and accurately. So I'd like to thank you for breaking down upside to us. And I will, uh, I will look for the picture afterwards of, of, of all the grays that, um, that you saw. And then they were all, uh, remote viewing, uh, what seemed to be, I believe over top a sort of, uh, translucent, transparent glass table, a town on earth, I believe and then when oh, yeah so right. yeah this is the first this was a long time ago i was i remember i was on the gray ship right i was remote on a gray ship and they were standing around this square glass table which was weird because it looked empty at first and it's weird that it's square too it was yeah. weird that it was glass again i don't know if it was glass it was clear let's say that sure and as i'm looking at it i realized that they were all remote viewing people humans right Right. And, and they were like, their eye contact was on them. And I, and I had this awareness. I'm like, wait a minute, there's something's going on where they're controlling, manipulating. I don't know. And when the person would walk out outside of one gray's field of vision, it would walk in the other. It's like, and, and I wrote about this too. There, it's a chorus. They're stronger together. Right. So it was, I was like, wait a minute, what if, if when this is true, if they, if this, if they can do that, then maybe humans can do it too, you know? I, That's the, that is my thought um, when I saw that. It's, to like, me, if they, if they, it's like a chorus. Right. It speaks as well to me as cosmic, um, cosmic fractality, you know, fractals, as they say, when uh, allegedly, you know, not saying that this was what occurred, obviously, because if I'm, I wasn't there myself, I won't say, but the, the big bang, if you will, that whole angle there that, um, you know, it sort of everything rippled into fractals of the source and uh, whether for, you know, deliberately or not is, is a different situation. But I do want to say as well that we have a, I will not say their name out of respect to their privacy, but we have a member on our Patreon who said, you know, uh, Dave, I was, um, astral projecting and as I was heading up on the planet I seemed to be in a density that seemed to sort of uh, and I use the word density carefully just because I don't have any other word to use at the moment uh, uh, multiple grids if you will uh, high up and above the the planet and as they tried to push through the grid and I'd like to thank those that uh, the, the the two fine gentlemen that told me about this experience um they all of a sudden ended up on the moon. And so I'm giving this example, sir, just to show you that um, our side of the uh, of the community here in our audience and all that, we do, we go everything from the woo-woo to the physics of it. And we try and make that, that parallel, if you will. Um, but I did want to ask you, sir, about this right over here. And I want to say, everyone, please, 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 I respectfully encourage all of you to check out uh, Tom's work here. And the headline is, the dark matter information revolution is coming, and it makes artificial intelligence look like a middle school science project. Now, if you can, sir, kindly, could you explain to us what we're looking at here with respects to the labeling of the DNA? Uh, 100%. Thank you. So... So this is this is really to me this is this is fascinating. Even to me, this stuff is fascinating. I want to be clear about that. So, so the, when I started remote viewing, the first things that came in were the math. The second was the physics. You know, the rainbow you saw, and um, and the last thing, only the last couple of years, more the genetic side. So I'll remote view, and these images will pop up, and and I don't ask for. Sometimes I ask for them. Don't get me wrong. I can I try to do things remote viewing, but this one keeps popping up. So. Um, but basically, every time it shows me a, uh, a DNA, it also shows me these other elements that are always moving through it. 
You know, it's always got these candy canes, these hooks, and they do certain things after this. And um, they do, they, it's almost, let me tell you exactly what it's like. Do you know when you look at a, um, a cell breaking one, two, four, it keeps multiplying, um, dividing? Correct. That's what this does. So there's a next stage to this image. And I want to, I don't, I, I tried it uh, a while back to get, see if anybody else remote viewer can see what happens. I was trying a test, you know, let right. me, I want to know what happens. Like, does it, do the candy canes triple, double? Um, I want to know if anyone else sees the exact same series of events that I do because it's consistent, right? right. So I'm, I'm looking at this at a quantum level and I'm seeing the same thing. Wow. Now it's important to know, and it's consistent, right? And it keeps coming back and it does this first, then this second, then this third, et cetera. Now it's important to know, I want to say this too, um, all the, the remote views and the uh, lucid dreamings, they're not all true. You know, I can lucid dream something and it's complete nonsense. When I first started doing it, I would sit in front of a, a horse race and I like a Kentucky Derby. I'm like, okay, show me the race. So it will show me a race. So I picked the winning horse. It, it, this gift is not interested in that, you know, but anybody who could do what I would do, I could promise you that'd be one of the first things you could do. This, this gift doesn't care about us winning, you know, us winning horse races. And stuff. That's probably why many people don't have access to it. <laughs> maybe, maybe so, maybe so. But um, so my, what I'm saying is that these things are not always true. It will show me something that obviously not true. But what's it, what it does do is the things that seem to be true are the things that keep coming back again and again. And they show me the same thing again and again. And what you're seeing with the DNA and the candy cane hooks, I don't even know what they are. I call them dark matter and dark energy. Again, as placeholders, there's something's happening in that scale. Um, and I think that's what it is. I mean, it's a hypothesis that I think is true, but I don't know. Um, and, and that's what I'm drawing. And I can see it as plain as day. Well, you know, and I'm sure somebody else can do it. Right. Well, speaking of what you can't see, I'd like to uh, share uh, the screen one, uh, one more time here. We see here, and I quote from your words, uh, it works something like this. Gravitational waves are reflected off the ocean of dark matter that surrounds us, and my eyes are picking up some of the images created from this dark matter. I'm not hallucinating at all. I'm seeing something very few people can see. It works much the same way that light reflects off regular matter for our out our eyes to see. For whatever reason, my eyes have evolved to see gravitational waves and reflected dark matter. Dark matter has many of the features of regular matter and these upside images take up space. They move and change through time. I'm not sure I can touch them, but I can feel them. Now, before going on, sir, I, I think I don't, I can't say I'm not a scientist, a physicist. I think you have hit the nail on the head on something that is, we're very close to getting to pertaining to, um, when I say we, I mean the human species pertaining to gravity, light waves. And we have, for example, an astrophysicist that if I can make a very quick correlation, he believes in all of this and he's been to university and I'm so impressed with the way that he's been able to merge the two. He believes, he has a theory, for example, that I shouldn't say believes, he has a theory that, uh, for example, ghosts or spirits they can only go as far as the baseline of their shadow goes and i find it quite peculiar that you bring this up as well pertaining to not to pluck things out of context but you see here how you wrote um it works the same way that light reflects off regular matter for our eyes to see could you elaborate on this paragraph sir if that's possible well sure I mean, I've been trying to figure out what I'm seeing. And, you know, as and and just a few years ago, you know, they there are we finally have machines strong enough to pick up or sensitive enough to pick up the gravitational waves that are coming from millions of miles away. 
And then they also say physicists, well, gravitational waves are all around us, but our brains are too, they're so small that we cannot, um, you know, they don't register. I think that's, I think those, first of all, that's great that we've picked it up, but it got me thinking, I'm like, wait a minute, what if in fact some of us can? What if in fact some of us are registering this? You know, I'm seeing something that there's no doubt. It's not just a, it's not just a, um, uh, you know, I'm literally seeing it again. There's something called smooth pursuit eye movements, right? So you, I could go into a, a optometrist or, or a lab that studies vision and I could see this on a wall and they would be able to track my eyes. Like, let's say uh, if I saw a, a, a jaguar running across the, the plane, they would be able to track my eyes and you can't fake it. If you fake it, your eyes jump, you know? So you can't even fake it. Not only that, the, my eyes, if I see something that scares you or excites you, your eyes and pupils dilate. So if I saw something like a gray coming at me or something horrific, my eyes would respond accordingly. And all this can be measured. The reason I'm saying that is because I want to, I want to get into a lab and do this. And I was supposed to do that a couple of years ago, but COVID happened and it changed everything, you know. So I'm sure it'll happen again soon, hopefully soon. Right. Wow. Well, again, I mean, I can't thank you enough for, for the way in which you're describing this. If I'm being honest with you, sir, and this is no disrespect to any guest that we've had, but you're literally like answering exactly, not the way that I want, but the way that feels as if it can help others take that knowledge and, and progress with in their own pursuits and research. And I appreciate that so much. And one of the things I wanted to ask about is again, going back to this, uh, this medium article of yours, is this right over here? Um, we find, I'm not sure what you call this, so I don't want to pretend like a, a maybe dark matter coordinate system, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. could you explain what we're looking at here? And also, I wanted to read a little bit of this paragraph, but I'll, I'll do that afterwards. Yeah, yeah, sure. So this was the first thing. So, you know, I think everyone, even the, the, the beginning um, remote viewers, they see geographic spaces and stuff like that. You know, anybody, even if you hallucinate or, or if you do the Gansfield effect where you try to shut out every, shut out all sound and sight, you'll see images. Um, this coordinate system has appeared to me for the last nine years now, and it is fluid and it moves. And um, there are multiple origins. And I'm gonna talk some math things here. And I say this in the article, I'm not a mathematician, but I did a lot of homework because I wanted to understand what I was seeing. And, um, and even with that homework, I realized that what I'm seeing is, the, is not necessarily what a trained, you know, university master's level a mathematician would agree with. I want to say, wouldn't. by the way, we have physicists, uh, electrical, electronics, engineers, mathematicians that will say thank you for what you just said. So please, by all means, oh. we don't adhere, we're just exploring ideas. We don't adhere to any particular set of rules. And I'd like to thank you for that, actually. So please. No, that's good. So so um, so what it is, it's, it's, it's a coordinate system. And at this level, there are no negative numbers. Now, if you look at a Cartesian coordinate system, the right's positive, the left's negative, you know, you've got your uh, imaginary numbers, the ones on the top are positive, the ones on the bottom are negative. This system has got positive numbers at this level throughout. So when we do math, right, the solutions are answered on a plane, either right or left of the number line, or if it's complex numbers, you know, it's still on a plane. These numbers, the solutions that I see in my field divisions literally jump off, you know, some would be here and another one would be behind me. So I can see these solutions. Not only that, and this is, this is the fun part, but the absolute maddening part is they're always moving. 
So there's no there's no static origin. That's bullshit, man. There's no stat. I mean, it's important to get there now, but there's no static origin in the universe. How dumb is that? And there's only one origin. Give me a break, man. It's nonsense. So this is this speaks to that. And it's always moving. And it's 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 hard. It's freaking hard as shit to figure it out, especially if you're not a mathematician. But um, right. Uh, but but it's 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 like this living, breathing mathematical coordinate system. Not only that it maps well it, the, the the real the dark matter that i also see maps to it almost like a like a glove it more fits right on it but let's leave that out of it for a minute because this i can draw it's very hard to draw but i could if i had a let's say computer graphics i could go into a um some skilled computer graphics i could go build this um, in, in, you know, in 3D and multiple 4D and stuff like that. But not only does it change, not only does it um, grow and move, the farther you get from the center, it changes. So it's almost like when you look at a telescope, 10 times something, you're looking at it and you're like, oh, that's a city at five times. Wait, that's not a city. It's a person in a city. You know, then closer you see cells. This math is the same way. So even though they're all numbers, the way the numbers are, and this is going to be real esoteric and maybe people won't get it. They're different the farther out you go. I, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, you know? hold on. If I could say very quickly, that speaks to Nicholas. Uh, and for those on on, uh, on our side of the show, you'll know, um, particularly on the Patreon, um, a physicist out of Geneva called Nicholas Jissen that Kirchai Mungle had on the last couple months pertaining to thick time. Speaking of the concept of uh, he's proposed, for example, and this was, a, 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 I believe, a proposal or hypothesis this is back in the 80s that I think, again, not to get all conspiratorial and tinfoil hatty, if you will, but it seems like it's sort of been uh, subdued up until recently for the sake of chronological dissemination of certain information. But first and foremost, let me just say, sir, that I, I'd like to thank Riel here because he, he just said to me in the chat, it's like he's seeing in 4D, like you're seeing gravity waves in the dimension of time. Would that be an accurate description in your opinion, possibly? Yeah, yeah, that's good. I think that's good. That speaks to it. Um, yeah, there's no doubt because yes, yes, simple, simple, yes. Wow, okay, wow, all right. And in addition to that, I did want to ask as well, may I ask, sir, um, and, and I say this in good faith, why it's it goes to the number 108 here? And I, I'm asking this because there's a, prom, a very significant prominence in the number uh, 108, regardless of where you move the decimal, 10 to the power of 8, Planck, uh, you know, 10.8, uh, 1.08. It's all over the place in the in the pyramids, in the mathematics of the pyramids. Is there any uniqueness to this, or this is just what Well, it is, only that it's, I've used 36 to separate the numbers on the, what everyone thinks of as imaginary number line so the 108 is just another place there it, for this one it does it's not important at all thank you okay. now the number 36 is though and and again this is just one level it's all part of, you need to see the whole thing okay. before um before it makes complete sense and you know i write about this from a business perspective i and, and in the blog i'm like listen we can invest and we can build this out because it will leave the cartesian coordinate system to shame not to mention the number line the number line is worthless. Oh man, I got a five guys shake delivered. Whoa, shout out to five guys vanilla shake people. <laughs> nice. I, I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> what's, what's interesting too, as well, is I did want to ask um, as well, pertaining to like what you said about how the farther you, uh, forgive me if I'm incorrect, your look or go within the light spectrum, the numbers change, if you will, or they, they are viewed differently depending on the, the, location you're viewing it from so 
they don't, the numbers are still the numbers, right? right? Yep. But think about it like, think about it how they dissolve, they, they, they diffuse. So they're, they're, they, they, so we think of all the numbers, everyone's trying to shove all these numbers inside a number line. It's nonsense. All these numbers between here and here, it's absolute nonsense. They pop out. So not only do they pop out, but when they pop out, the farther out they go, they're different there. So they just change. And I know that's not a mathematical, it's not rig rigorous, but, but I, I can, if I had time, I could sit down with a, a sophisticated mathematician and explain to them what I see. Now I've done a couple of proofs too, um, that are, you know, they're not, they're not game changers, but um, more importantly, it's about seeing this mathematical structure. Really, you know, I can get help from the professional mathematicians on uh, what to do with it. Wow. Okay. So I'm trying to hear, um, we're just loading it up, but I did want to ask as well. Um, so this concept of still staying on this topic, thick time, um, so maybe this may be a way to help visualize it as well. And please tell me if I'm going off the beaten path. But this physicist, Mr. Nicholas Jissen, proposed that the problem with classical mathematics is that we assume when we think of a number, the num all numbers exist equally at, simultaneously like this, when in reality, it takes time for those numbers to be thought of and disseminate. And so what happens is, is that you have what he calls thick time. So for example, if I say to you guys, hey, Tom, you know, it's it's look, it looks like where I'm where I am here, it's going to rain tomorrow. Most people think of it as either it's going to rain or it's not. So Dave, Dave's either going to be right or dead wrong. Mr. Jissen proposes with this thick time, there's a third variable, which is undeterminant. The farther you go relative to your individual experience, the you see what I'm getting at? I'm still yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. I got it. Um, yes, yeah, so I like that. I like that a lot. And this is the same thing. This is the same idea. Let, let me try to use another analogy. Somebody who's not a mathematician like, like myself, because I, I like art history. Please, so please. if you know anything about art history, before the medieval ages, all the, art, all the things were flat, like the, the Bayou tapestry and all the images of the people on top of each other. And they weren't sophisticated drawings. And you could see, um, and you, the soldiers didn't have depth and stuff like that. But at some point in the Renaissance, um, they they added the perspective. They added the perspective and a horizon line, right? So from my perspective, the math we're doing now, as sophisticated as it is, is still medieval math. I'm not kidding. And once we have this future math, which is on a horizon line, it's got depth, right? That's the next level. So the math, the what I'm showing you, the thing I'm showing you literally is like I can drive towards it and get towards the middle of it, right? So it's almost it's almost like an atom. It's like sitting in, a, in an atom. So as you get to the middle, and there is a middle with all the um, the factorials and stuff, but they're all spinning and they're literally spinning. Yep. Um, they're all spinning around and stuff like that. And if you see that, that is shows how it's spinning. But it it presents itself in a, a real way. It's not, it's con consistent. It's not like you can change it. So my, what I'm seeing is consistent. Um, so, and you get to the close, so, but, but it's not flat. It pops out, it's bouncy. And you can't say math is, math is bouncy because mathematicians, they don't want bouncy math. They want answers. They want, you uh, know, who cares, zero, zero, one. who cares what they think? We got to yeah. No, but I like saying math is bouncy and the, and the origins are bouncy and you can have an origin here and you can have another origin here. You know, you can have zeros here and you can have others. I, my math is zeros here and there's other zeros over here. Can so I ask, 
can I ask, sir? Wow. Okay. So what happens as well? Or wow. Okay. I have a, like 50 questions just based off of that. What, what happens um, in your experience personally, when you get closer to the center, because I may be mistaken. I think what you are allegedly describing is just one perspective that Dr. Hal Pudoff calls zero point energy. The closer you go into the source, they did an experiment in a lab where no matter if you shrink the temperature or the, the universe to a sm yeah. small scale, this one type of energy remains, which is again, the sort of the um, allegedly the Egyptian figure eights, the infinity symbol speaking. It's absolutely at what it is. Same thing. It's that, it's that, it is that. There's okay. no doubt about it. And uh, um, and it's and there's some things so you can figure out all the um, all the math problems the uh, the Riemann hypothesis it's all answered in the center you know where the how the prime numbers grow it's all answered in Planck the center Planck as well um, well so it's it's funny you talk about the Planck scale well, that's a little bit different you know sure. that's a measure and um again I don't I'm I've thought about this a lot because people talk about this the, the smallest measure that doesn't seem like it makes sense to me. Okay, and I don't want to get off on that. Because oh, no problem. This seems to... Also how can something, once you get that small, there's always something smaller or something happens. It's, something happens. So I, that, I just don't, I don't get it. It's, it's like, wait a minute, it's, if, you're, it's, if it's not small, it's got to be measured against something else. You know, maybe it, it changes. Maybe right. it changes like water changes to ice or water changes to gas. But, you know, something might happen, but I, I you know... It's, it's scalable. And I've, what I find interesting here is that if you look at it from a, uh, maybe maybe not a 2D, it doesn't have to be 2D, but a bird's eye view. I think, sir, what you're also describing geometrically and mathematically is a, is a couple different things, but also they're the same thing simultaneously, but also different. I mean, uh, go figure as above, so below that whole thing there. But uh, you're describing a um, concentric circles. Thank you, Riel, for that. The center of it, you're just, which is, seems to be what a black hole is or a wormhole, if you will. You seem to also be describing a toroid field. And what's interesting is that Again, uh, Dr. Pudoff and his research team all the way back, and I found a video going back to 1994 in a, a small lecture he did, and I think even before then they had figured this technology or this science out, excuse me, is that the universe seems to be in their perspective, one giant cosmological feedback system. And so what you then have is what you just said right there, the deeper you go, the more there is. And that speaks to as well, a computer scientist, I forgot his name, who said on Kurt Jaimungo's theory of everything there, in his opinion, there cannot be a theory of everything because by definition, you have unexplained theories to explain the new theories you just thought of. And so it keeps going. Now, to me, philosophically, that speaks to the joy is in the journey. There are computer scientists that recently have been proposing that when you have a node, an, an, an energy node, and you have the energy string, the vibrational string going from one node to another, that transition string is more important than the node it's going to, which speaks to me again of the joy is in the journey. Uh, like you, as you say, when you see it keeps spiraling, does this speak to that in your opinion? Well, yeah, I think you, you touched on a lot of things, but I think, you know, when you get one there, there's, we can't know everything. We don't want to know everything. It would make life miserable. I mean, give right. me a break, you know, it would just be like, okay, now, now what, you know? Um, <laughs> and, but it's funny you say that because I've worked on this math, the, the math for the longest time. And it, you know, you, everything we talk about the gamification of things. Right. So whatever this, and we haven't even gotten to the non-human intelligence that's guiding me. We haven't even gotten there yet. Wow. But, okay. Whatever, whatever um, I'm seeing, when I, when, I do, when I get to the next level, I don't see that anymore. I, it shows me something new. Now, that's some shit right there, you know? So when I'm done with part one, it's like, it's, it's like I, I'm like, oh, that's it. 
And then I'll, don't get me wrong, I can still access this. It's still in a file, but mm -hmm. I don't need it. It's like, okay, solved, boom on solved and this over the last nine years that's what's been happening and again what you're seeing there yeah. is, a, is a representation of it there's so much more of it that i've got up here that i mean again i can access sir, it any time. is it safe to say sir that we're what we're also describing indirectly and unintentionally is this is alexander's uh, not a what you see here with alexander's band of being in the middle it's that same concept so excellent question dave Excellent question, because I think yes. So, and I say it in that in the post, how the um, dark matter maps to the coordinate system. And if you notice, this spiral is exactly the spiral going towards the center. Yep. So if you want to say it's fractal scale invariant, uh, maybe, but sure. it's not really, I mean, it is, but when it goes out, things change. Again, I don't want to explain it all here, but things change. You know, it just say it diffuses. Right. But yes, that's that is absolutely the dark. Again, I'm calling it the dark matter universe. It's a placeholder because it's I don't think it's electromagnetic energy because we can't see it. You know, we can't we we haven't been able to see it. So I have to have something that I'm that makes sense to me. And, th and this is the closest thing that I've figured out. Oh, my gosh. Right. The, the symmetry of uh, of the spin. The um, this is sorry. Uh, Riel is just messaging me here in real time, because what you're saying, sir, is corroborated by what a lot of uh, electrical. Um, uh, well, physicists and what a handful of electrical engineers worldwide have uh, explored and have uh, very sadly had to um, move locations because governments know that they know and they couldn't refute this. So they had, you know, it, it was sort of just like dismiss an attempt to ridicule, if you will. But this speaks to the, um, if I could read out for the audience, the symmetry of spin. Uh, we have a member on the Patreon. I'd like to thank Riel for this, for messaging this to me as me and Tom were chatting that um, a member said that in their humble opinion, uh, Mr. Winters's math is based on uh, something, dare I say, for lack of a better term, corrupt or inconsistent pertaining to, uh, you know, the, the, the whole angle of, you um, James Maxwell and all of her heavy sides equations and all of this. And in other words, sir, what I'm saying is that we're substantiating on our end, everything you're saying now with respects to thick time, before we go to the non-human intelligence, and then uh, we'll do thick time, Riel can jump in, then we'll go to non-human intelligence, but this is from your website as well. Is this what in a visual sense you may attempt to be, you're trying to describe? No, I, this is a thought experiment. This oh. is a, what I did was I said, uh, I, I put this on there to say, because we, everyone thinks of on the right, positive numbers on the left, negative numbers. Sure. I, I said, if you take the, the, the you, you need this in the context of the spiral, you know, if you took all the square numbers away and just looked at the numbers underneath them, you know, the, not the squares, the positive numbers go in both directions. And we don't think of that. In other words, never mind negative and minus. We need to think of west and east, north and south. Right. Forget negatives. Forget negatives. They, they're 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 just not on this level of the system. That's what this thought. That's what this is for. But this, um, I try to give an example of how that is. And now here's the thing. Now here's the thing. Importantly, if you'll notice the red one. The reason it's red is because it's in a different position than the blue one to the left. So it's chiral. It's chirality. Whoa. It's a handed math. So you can't, um, you can't, it can't, it doesn't, it's just not like one, you know, you don't, can't fold it over. So that's the key. It's in a different position as the one on the left. Wow. That's why I use the colors. That's why I use the colors because they're in a different position.
Now, I, I love what you said about how remote viewing, uh, forgive me if I'm butchering what you said here, gives us access to the, the dare I say, like the blueprint or coordinates of, of space and many other realms and dimensions, if you will, that again, that speaks to metaphorically, you know, so many different dimensions, they keep spiraling into others and others. And that speaks to, you know, the when someone is astral projecting, the allegedly they can zoom in and out the micro and macro. But have you heard, sir, of this concept of us, not our shells, but our souls, if you will, not the body, but the soul, arguably a piece of that, you know, source zero point energy of what you're seeing, what again, just exploring ideas, not saying that's what is, but do you see this possibly as some type of, um, what, how can I phrase this as some type of concept that is like, um, uh, how can, how can I say this like a, uh, ah, here we are, the, the concept of us being non local in quantum physics. Yeah. All right. So um, one time, I know. I was, no, no, this is good. I, I'm not going to, I'm going to just tell you one time, uh, uh, kind of a remote viewing ice uh, I was having. Maybe sure. even I would call it, it wasn't, it, uh, it was a remote viewing. So um, um, there's this diamond spinning in a hand, right? And this, I, I ask, and I ask questions when I remote view, I think questions. I'm like, you know, where this, what is this? And it's, it's like, this is, this is the energy. This is the source. Right. So that was the answer. And I got all emotional and I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I got, I got welled up. I'm like, holy shit, I'm looking at the source. Now, I know it was a metaphor for the source, but it was, whatever. It was a diamond spinning. And I say, if that's what you are, then what am I? If that's what I'm talking to. And the, the thing spilled over into an, another hand and it was the same thing, but it was just smaller. I was like, holy shit. I mean, I got goosebumps. I get goosebumps talking about it now. So we are part of that, and this is us. We just don't know it. That was that was like spiritual. That was like so real. Wow! I want. I mean, holy crap! This is incredible. I mean, there, very quickly before we get to real, I want to say as well too that um, what I find quite peculiar in a in a in a very beautiful, amazing way is that you have even people like um, dare I say, think of you know his views, what you will, but people like Jordan Peterson who said recently on Joe Rogan that um, they're noticing that when people uh, take psychedelics, and again think of psychedelics as as you see fit, and, and I'm speaking to the audience in general, that they claim to speak with these beings, these non-human beings, while they're quote unquote tripping, and when they return and they're trip is over their experience is over they've all told their um the doctors or the ones doing the studies the scientists you don't get it the conversation or experience i had with those beings was more real than me talking to you right now does okay. that resonate a hundred percent so the in the blog the post um i talk about the people who are tripping on psychedelics are perfect people that could we could remote view together because also during those things, they have the same, um, the same group hallucinations. So everyone sees the same thing, but they can't reproduce it. They can't recreate it because it's not only is it untrustworthy because everyone's on drugs, nobody believes them. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you're tripping. But um, the, those beings may not show up again. But what's cool is I think, and I write about this, that I could be in a room with everyone tripping except me. And I think we would all see the same thing. I think I would see what they see. So I could be the, um, what do you call it? That thing in science you need. <laughs> Maybe the, we'll call it a focal pillar, whatever. You yeah, want yeah. I could be the, 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 I could be the, the one that's like, okay, we can all see this. So more importantly, 
and this is your audience. I think we as humans are evolving into this. I think I just noticed it. I think your generation, I think your peers and even younger, I think if they go into a room and try the Gansfield effect, which is to get all the um, cover your eyes and keep things quiet, I think these things will form before their eyes, you know, and they'll see shapes and images, then eventually people, and they're like, realize this is a tool that they can use. You know, it is a way to think. Right. Um, and it's another way to, um, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's a good meditation and, it, you know, it's also very relaxing too, but I think some people may, it, maybe even they don't need it. Maybe it would just like, for me, it'll happen like that. And they're like, holy cow, I can't believe this is happening. I absolutely believe that's true. And the reason I believe it is because um, these non-human intelligence people are telling, you know, these people, not this non-human intelligence is guiding me to these, to these uh, conclusions. Wow, thank you so much. Well, I want to give Riel a chance to jump in before we get to the non-human intelligence uh, angle, if if that's all right. Uh, Riel, please. Yeah, thank you. Wow, this is in this is incredible. I'm having so much fun listening to it, uh, Tom. Your energy is amazing. Uh, could we go back to the double rainbow image because I'm really fascinated with the relevance to the the spins on the inside and spins on the outside and comparing it to the work of Dan Winter, who we've had uh, give many lectures on our program, who's an advanced electrical engineer. Uh, so the website that I'm specifically referencing is uh, goldenmean.info uh, fractal, well, uh, fractal me, gravity. If I may ask, sir, are you seeing anything like this of the sort? Oh, I could, I see these things all the time. This is like, okay. this is like, this happens all, yeah, that, no, I can, there's no, there's no Taurus topological space manifold that I can't manifest and just bend the shit out of it. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> wow. That's exactly it. Cause when you, when you, uh, <laughs> you showed us the picture of the double rainbow, uh, Dan Winter has this thing where it's uh, five spins inside, seven spins outside to create this dodecahedron, which is basically like the essence of fractal gravity. So it's like w when I had the thought of you seeing things on the fort, like a, uh, you're basically seeing in the fourth dimension, fourth dimensional mathematics or fourth dimensional, you're seeing the gravity waves, which are like the next level of consciousness, which is, yeah, so cool. Just that was just the one thing I wanted to throw that out there. This is the image. No, that's interesting right? that he says that he has actual numbers, five and seven. Um, oh, that, yeah. I'm, I'm this whole time. I'm thinking how much he would enjoy listening to what you're saying, because even though he's not a mathematician, his it just his work parallels so much and you could find oh, a lot great. of suggestions or answers to the things you're looking for because he does a lot of stuff with the eyes as well and with visions and squeezing mm. so the non-destructive charge collapse to basically create part uh portals and stargates it he's, he's got it all and he believes that he's he's explaining it so yeah, that's good. yeah this is good and i see and don't get me wrong i this right here the taurus with the um that is part of what i see yeah yeah there's that's part of it and i see this thing and i see this image you know the, i think all physicists or astrophysicists can agree that the universe is a taurus i don't know maybe i'm making some assumptions but that's what i i've read the most the then, ones that are most caught up to date, well, actually, yeah. If I, I think so. if I if I may say, sir, this is also why I asked about. Um, oh wow, speaking of Taurus, about uh, Miss Doctor Pudoff's perspective and his team that the universe is one big cosmological feedback system, like here, like a toroid field, like a torus. And then if you look at it from above, there's that spiral you speak of. Yeah, but there's another piece of it that I don't want to talk about now because it's so cool. There's something else that comes out of it 
and comes back to it that I feel like I feel like that should be proprietary information sure, or, sure. or or I feel like I want somebody else to find it too and then we could see I want other people to see this man I don't want to be the only one doing it I want somebody right. else somebody else say holy cow I know exactly what you're talking about and then we can and I honestly think we can see the same damn thing I wow okay well before we get to non-human intelligence just because that you're you said you claim that this is exactly what you see and I absolutely believe you this is the dare I say I don't mean to speak for him he'll actually be coming on the show next week as of the time we're recording this but this is what he claims he like is sort dare I say is the uh basis or foundation um we have here again focusing into center and then you have you know pr compressing <laughs> into the spiral yeah yeah, no, this is very, very, this is very similar. This is, it, it, this maps to it or yes, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah, this okay. is the, obviously this is the same thing. We're very similar to it. Again, I can, the best part is, the best part about this is I can see it and, 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 and I can like, I, or let's draw it. I can sit there and show them and I'll tell them what I'm seeing. I don't have to wait to get this feeling of frequency or energy. I don't have to be in a mind space. I could go into a room right now. Now it looks a little weird because I'm staring off into space, but it's still, you know, we, it still can, you know, it still happens. Do you see, sir, if I may ask, hold on. I just want to, before we get to that, I want to ask about, hold on one more thing. Um, what is known as the, you know, oscillations, if you will like the sort of like spiral disc shapes. I know this is what we've been discussing, but more so a particular type. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of, uh, I think a set of beings called the nine or something like this, um, oscillations. I'm trying to see if I can get a, a good image of, uh, ah, here we go. Here we are. Let me share my screen with you here. Um, this right over here, like sort of like a pendulum, if you will. And it, depending on how you view it, you then have that duality of the, you know, as above, so below the hermetic principles, the yin, the yang, whatever, the chi, the prana, you look at it, uh, this is horizontally, you look at it vertically, it's a set of, you know, spiral discs, which seem to encompass the concept of also what uh, UAP or UF, uh, UFOs are, they just seem to be a smaller version of this, this us. is not familiar with to me at all. I, okay. do, I don't see this at all. Okay. I've never seen this anything like it. Now the bottom, the cone, the green cone with the time thing. That's uh, that's definitely there. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that so much because I don't mean to just throw things in front of your face, but I since you. Well, you can, and I'll tell you if I've seen them. I'll tell you, and if I don't, I you know I've never seen those. Everyone talks about the blondes. You know they have different uh, types of aliens. I've never seen blondes in a remote view, and I think that's the weirdest thing ever. I've never seen the blondes. Well, let's let's head to let's transition into that if that's if that's all right with you. Um, you may start wherever you feel best or comfortable or whatever whatever you feel is the uh, the best place to start and most appropriate. These non-human intelligences, you um you interact with them in the and I don't want to put words in your mouth. Is it in the astral plane as we call it or what? So no, so let me take a step back. So sure. I have been um to, trying to research what happened to my brain for the last you know, eight or nine years. I'm emailing neuroscientists. I know these things I'm seeing, or I don't know, I think they're coming from outside of me. You know, I can't, somebody's like, well, it's coming from a start part of your brain that knows more. That doesn't feel right. You know, I don't feel that smart. You know, <laughs> I don't feel like I had that sitting in me anywhere. A friend of mine said, uh, when I told him about this and, and I write about this in the book, he's like, you, you know, we're all getting basic cable and you're getting, you know, every single cable channel, all that's coming to you now. That feels right. 
So whatever information that I was trying to figure out where it was coming from for the last eight years, it's like, well, I, it's the, the, I say the universe again, the universe is sending me this stuff. Cause I can, I can ask questions. I get responses. Can I just say, sir, before, before you go on, this to me speaks to the concept of um, recently, actually a couple months back, Lou Elizondo said on um, Artisan Tony's show, uh, he goes, what guys, instead of, let's think about it like this, just exploring ideas, not saying this is what is, but instead of it's, I think, therefore I am, it's I am, therefore I think. And I say this because you keep referring to, in a, in a good way, that it doesn't feel right. And it's interesting because, again, it's like that film Tenant, when they're trying to understand entropy, and the scientist says, don't try and understand it, feel it. You, do you yeah, see what no, I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I know exactly what you're saying. And yeah. Now, um, that, you know, people would call that woo, but so what? You know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's legit. It is absolutely legit. Um, so so as, as I was educating myself and feeling, you know, this, I'm like, I know it's not me. I never, I didn't say for the longest time, I didn't think of it. I called it the universe and I literally didn't start calling it non-human intelligence until last December when I headed over to UFO Twitter to look for some answers. Because when this happened, I, I and there were, there's alien, there are um, alien encounters in the book and there's telepathy in the book, but through the whole journey, I'm using drugs. So you could make the case, oh, he's on drugs. I'm an unreliable narrator, right? So I wanted, I didn't want, and when I came out of this, I wanted to make sure the research was done. Um, I can't come out of it saying, by the way, I have these incredible abilities and the aliens taught me. That's just too much. Mm. <laughs> it's just too much for, for any um, serious academic to, um, to, to, to get a hold of. So I put the whole abduction, not, it wasn't, I've never been abducted, by the way. I want to be clear on that because I know sure. people who are, or I don't know people who are. I've read stories on it and it's horrible. Now, I am an experiencer and I absolutely think that they were manipulating me and kind of, I don't know if they were tormenting or whatever, or using me for something or showing me something to have to go through hell to get to the space. I don't know, but things happen. And I write about those in the book. Can I, I say, about, can I say, sir, thank you so much, by the way, very quickly for just acknowledging that you don't know everything you experience. too many people. And without mentioning names say, Oh, this is what it is. And that's it. I want to thank you for being humble in that regard and playing devil's advocate, because that's what we do here as well. Well, yeah, yeah. And I've noticed that too. I've noticed people make declarative statements and um, about that. And I, I, I can't, I can't speak that it just doesn't seem real for me. Right, um, right. The declarative statement I can make is that this upside, I can make sure I see something. Those things are real, you know, but what, but what happened? So anyway, so I had experiences with telepathy, thinking, thought insertion in your brain. You know, again, I was in a psych ward. I was in a right. psych ward because I, you know, I, I, I had a thought I would take action on it, even if it was ridiculous. Mm. Now, here's, I'm going to make, because I know you follow the news, and this is going to make you go, damn. <laughs> so, you know, th I, there's a parallel. So, I'm, my, my story is 10 years ago, and you follow, or you know about the QAnon conspiracy, right? Yep. Everyone yep. knows about it. Whether, yep. Whatever you fall on it, you know it's happening. Yep. And you also know that there are some people that went to Dallas a couple of months ago because they thought Kennedy was going to come back for the dead and he was going to be Trump's running partner yes. in the 2022. Okay, so that is a ridiculous thought, right, from my perspective. But it's the exact same kind of thought I had 10 years ago. Uh... So what if this non-human intelligence are influencing other people? 
What if that is not, what if these thoughts right now are from the same thing happened to me 10 years ago? That is just a what if. I've thought about it because they're when I see them being interviewed and see them absolutely believing these things that we know can never happen, I don't, I don't mock them. I'm like, shit, man, that sounds like I was 10 years ago. It literally sounds like that. And so a filter developed in my brain to, to separate the thoughts, to That's know scary. that- to scale it upwards, sorry, to scale it upwards. And are you, if I may in, in, see, uh, try and attempt to what, see what you're saying here in, in, a, in a literal sense pertaining to, do you think this is, uh, again, just exploring ideas for the audience, a non-human intelligence uh, trying to attempt to show when groups of humans get together what they could potentially manifest, if you will? Let's put it this way. I don't know what it is. All I know, I, I see the parallels with what happened to me, yeah. how they think how okay. I thought and how they're thinking now. Okay. So then I'm like, well, if this, if our government's saying non-human intelligence is here and these bizarre cults and behaviors are happening, what if this non-human intelligence is manipulative and doing something to see how far they can get? That is the thought. What this, if that's, what if they're playing, what if they're playing with people? That's literally the thought. It's oh a what if, gosh. no I, idea. I can't, I can't. Are you familiar by, uh, by any chance um, with Jacques Vallée's work at all? Um, okay, I just want to read a quote here that he said, and wow, 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 that speaks to something that he said. Here we go. Um, I'll, I'll put it up on the screen right here. He's, Mr. Valet said in one of his books, of his many books that he's written, human beings are under the control of a strange force that bends them in absurd ways, forcing them to play a role in a bizarre game of deception. Would you, would you not, not to say that that is fact, but would you be open to agreeing with that? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Not, not all of us, not, not all the time, right. but um, I know I, you know, again, I could say it's so easy to say it was because I was on drugs, which I, which I was, you know, I was doing right. a lot can of I, drugs. I thank, you, thank you for being honest about that. At least you're throwing it yeah. out there. So it's not like, right. Thank no, you. no, that's what my book. And let's take a little side. My book is not a um, phenomenon book. It is a book about somebody who went through a mental health crisis through addiction, how his family broke apart and um, how his brain changed and how he got his family back together. The first two thirds are kind of the wild things I did. I mean, I did some crazy things, um, unbelievable. Emptied my bank account, flew around the globe, spending all my money, staying at five-star hotels, um, having psychotic episodes. That's the first two thirds of it. Um, the last third is things settled down. I stopped using and I had to pay for all the consequences but more importantly, I realized this upside thing was happening. More importantly, I realized, hold on a minute. This thought is not coming from a place in my brain a normal thought comes from, right? And then, and, and I write specifically in detail how I, uh, you know, um, how I figured this out. And, um, and then the last thing is that how the math, you know, is wild how math was such a big part of it. It's really, I can't explain it. The, 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 the two things are esoteric you know, or maybe they're not actually, but I don't know how the math, but, but in fact, if you think about it, math is woo. Math is woo. No matter what we say, all because you can write it and deliver on it, math is 100% woo, especially abstract math. Now, I don't know if you know the story of, um, I agree a with beautiful you. Mind, a beautiful mind, right? Um, now what's the guy's name from a beautiful mind? I can't recall right now. Let me, um, hold on. Let me look it up in yeah, real I, I, It's funny. Of course I can't recall right now. Uh, this is the, um, sorry, very quickly. Let's see here. Russell Crowe. No, that's the actor, the actual guy, the man, the, the mathematician, game theory. John, um, oh, hold on. A beautiful, uh, game theory. This is the, 
John Nash. John, John Nash. Nash. John Nash. So, so when John Nash thought he was being um, followed by satellites or he was communicating with aliens, right? And he, somebody asked him, his biographer said, how can you, somebody who's so, um, so grounded in mathematics, think aliens were communicating with you from another planet? You know what his answer was? Because my ideas, the ideas came to me the same way the math did. I, I, wow. I'm getting goosebumps only because this is not the first time that I've heard this. Uh, and this is, <laughs> you know, if I may ask, sir, do you truly know deep down, and I'm asking this in a good faith manner, the difference between a psych, um, a, a, psych, a psychosis based episode and a, dare I say, download of information from externally? So I don't have, I, there's no more psychotic episodes. So I don't have any kind of that. So right now it's just, so the question is, let me reframe it for you. Sure. I know where you're going with it. Yeah. And I'll say, do I know when I have an internal thought that's mine? And do I think something's Thank coming you. from external? Thank you. I'd say um, uh, 80% of the time. Yeah. I know when something, I know when a thought, there's sometimes it's obvious and there's sometimes it's less obvious. So no, it takes work. Um, but sometimes it's so obvious you feel it almost weighs on you and you're like holy shit you feel like you're given this gift um yeah no it's cool yes i do know but not all the time and uh i think i could i think we could have a school to learn that you know i think it's teachable i think you know what's interesting too if i may have you heard of the um i forgot what exactly i'm sure this has happened more than once this had to do with uh, lieutenant colonel robert friend i believe back in the 60s or, or early 70s and he basically discussed essentially that there was a uh, usually it seems to happen more often with uh, females based on my research i could be incorrect i, I want to be clear to the audience but um there was a female that claimed she had uh, being speaking to her uh, or through her as a sort of a medium or in go between a proxy between a certain faction of beings and um, a human element of the, of the Air Force. And what ended up happening was that the Air Force guys said, okay, they said to the woman, let's say for a second, we believe you. They asked a, a question mathematically about a particular planet that they that no one on earth knew about. And she got it with respects to the answers and all of that. She was not a math person. And they said, when she gave that answer, it was like she had sort of her personality, her soul, if you will, took a step back and something else took a step forward. And they then said, can you please show us your existence or prove that you're speaking through this nice woman? And what they did was a craft appeared outside their office window. Wow. Yeah. I can't, that's amazing. So that's a good question. That never, I don't, nobody ever, they don't talk to me typically, right? right? So I, I just... I am guided by this non-human intelligence. Nobody says do this. Right. I'm shown things and then I do things. Now, that said, when when I remote viewed the um the spaceship that when I saw the grays around there, they did come at me physically, you know, again, in a remote viewing, it's almost like coming at you in a metaverse. Just think yeah. of it like that. They're not really coming at me, but and it was the first time, one of the first times it happened, and I, you know, I got scared and I left. Since it's happened, it's happened. I can. It happens. It's happened many times since then. And um, there's there's a, a again there's a, a weird communication. I can't sit there and tell you I can talk to an alien. I, right. That's that doesn't make sense to me. Um, but I can see these beings, you know. And I have and something is guiding me with what I'm thinking. But they don't sit there and say, "Do this," you know. Right. They show me images, and I come to conclusions. Um, but it is definitely outside, it's outside um, my intelligence. There's no doubt.
Wow. And I still have to figure shit out. That's this thing. I want all the answers. I want just give me it. You still have to work at it. And it's exhausting sometimes. I mean, some of the math, like I said, I've been working on it for nine years, man. Tired. <laughs> and if I may ask, when continuing to work on it, do you feel, um, if, if I'm not getting too personal here, do you feel exhausted? Do you feel uh, like you, uh, do you feel passionate as you do it? Do you feel what's called bliss, if you will? Do you, or is it a- uh, Sometimes everything? when you're working on it without it, I mean, I'd work on it eight hours and I'd be off in a, in a, um, uh, a fuge state. You know what I mean? I'd be like lost. Just right. working on this stuff and thinking about it and seeing these um seeing these um patterns and stuff. But it would be also it would be awesome. I loved it. So he, the funny thing is, last so let's say the math. I got done with the math last year. I've, I've got to, I've taken a serious break from it um, for most of it. That's why I, po I posted the thing you're seeing in October because I'm like, you know what? I've got enough here where people um hopefully somebody would be interested in building this thing. You know, in, in, a, in a computer. Hopefully. I yeah, I'm just about so to post I, I post in October and then the um, th uh, and then I've been whatever, whether this is guided or just my conclusion, I've just headed over to UFO Twitter and I've, you know, hearing again, Avril Haynes say there's something here we need to look at. It shifted my thinking around this whole issue and the way my brain works for from the last six months. And I'm seriously like, OK, wait a minute. Non human something is going on. Something's guiding me. It's not the universe. What if it's a specific intelligence you know the universe is so broad what if there's one of these non-human life forms you know guiding me now i'll tell you see, i don't think it's the grays you know people talk about the grays and they've been abducted by grays and they've i agree with you. i agree with you and and i don't even know you know and these again i've seen these things in the organic metaverse they haven't been in the room with me not 3d they haven't walked through the wall and i haven't seen them but i've seen them out there and um and they don't like being watched you know, mm -hmm. this is this is a great representation of uh, Olaf Rockner did this. He did a great job, man. Um, yeah. And um, I don't know what they're you know, everyone will tell you you'll hear on UFO Twitter why they're here. I have no idea why they're here, but I know they don't particularly like me <laughs> or at right. least like me meddling and watching what they're doing. So if I could, if I could, I just want to give a, a just to do a quick uh, recap of when we first started the episode. Uh, per, this was the image I was speaking of that I will put on, on the screen when I when I edit this afterwards. Um, you had said, and again, sir, please correct me, I don't mean to put words in your mouth, that it, say, for example, one being as they were remote viewing, and again, uh, actually, hold on, did you see these, uh, dare I say, what, you know, beams coming out of no, there? No, 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 I told, no, no, I just wanted to, I wanted to be clear, there was no beams, but there was, you know, you feel heat waves kind of clearness? Right, yep. How about that? That's better, yeah, but we, you can't represent that, you know, you can only Thank get you. so much, so, okay. so, so when and when it was so someone's field of vision the the person the other one would pick it up so it's like they get more coverage again i don't know it seems like they get more coverage and, and they they don't lose the whatever they're looking at there's a reason they're doing it like this and i think we can learn from it and it also because it's a chorus they're stronger like this you know it's like it's like having four people sing in harmony it's louder and it goes farther this is that and their eyes just so you know there's no words no words spoken at all Everything that. is done through tele telepathy and stuff like that. You know, there's no words. I never, I haven't heard a word spoken. I haven't anyway, maybe somebody else. Um, wow. That's, yeah. and when you got on the ship, this glass table, this transparent, what seemed to be glass looking yeah. table, uh, initially, if I'm not mistaken, you said, I don't mean to put words in your mouth, uh, it looked sort of um, vague. Empty. 
empty. No, it looked like it was empty. But then I looked closer and I was like, oh, they're doing something. Now it was like hologramish. You know, that's let's be it was hologramish. It's yeah. not like it was um a, it didn't have mass or anything weight to it. Wow. And it's see this personally, if I, I don't mean to make this the example for the audience, but I personally resonate with, as you said, when one would get out of focus, if you know, the person they were remote viewing would go um, to a little too far for their uh, comfortable reach on the table, uh, and it would scale and all of that. Another one closer to the with the person on the table would go would take over. That reminds me of dare I say, and I don't mean to make this correlation if it's not appropriate, but computer software. Um, if you will, except a much, much, much more sophisticated version, like light years beyond with respects to if one, one piece yeah, of sure. piece yeah, of good. software good. breaks down another piece is, uh, has, you know, is the code is programmed in it to sort of snap up and take like a backup generator, like when the power goes out. Yeah, that's good. And, and, um, you know, I've heard different things. I don't know what they are. They're not biological completely. They're like nanotechnology too. Cause I've, I've seen remote viewed scene inside and it's not just, there is, or there's uh, biological things or things you would think of as organs, but there was also mechanical things, you know, or, um, uh, nanotech, you know, and I don't, again, so this is the thing that may not be correct. It may be complete bullshit. And I might, I might just be seeing something. You know, I haven't seen that one again. The ones that are, I know seem to be true are the ones that keep coming back and coming back. Wow. Okay. I wanted to actually, I, I, I didn't plan for this, but if it's all right, I wanted to play a, a, a video uh, for you, sir, 50 seconds. I, I was wondering sure. if that's all right of, of a, an alleged gray where they remove the black, apparently those black uh, lenses are goggles of sorts. And there's actually an eye underneath. I'm, I'm not for certain, but if you get anything or gather anything from this particular video here it's only about 50 seconds um i'm maybe the, if any of the the physical characteristics resonate with your experience you'll, it becomes clearer shortly um so we have there the the tongue and then here's the eye here we go and we see as they remove what seems to be the goggles or the lens damn no none of that that's fascinating. Holy crap. Yeah. No. So that's, that's, I, that's, uh, I, that's wild to me because I know, um, because of their eye, the, um, the size of their eye, right. right. Just, or let me, let's give an um, analogy. So sure. if I'm just starting to see gravitational waves and stuff like this, and their eyes are all black and they're seven times the size of ours, think about how more advanced, they can, the things they can do. So right. it would not make sense that I would have something behind that, or maybe it would, I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm, I, I don't know. It's interesting. That's interesting. No, I, I appreciate your perspective. That's, that's, that's incredible. I didn't even think of it like that, that it's possible that the, uh, the larger, the actual physical size of the eye is, it could be that the more that they, um, more spectrums they're able to see and think. I, I believe, oh, for sure. I, there's no doubt. I believe that, 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 that's a belief. I don't know. That doesn't feel right. I just, you're like, oh, that makes sense. Wow. And I just want to say, sir, that you are, um, and I'm not a, a physicist, engineer, mathematician, I want to be very clear, but um, from my own studying and research and all of this, whether on my own time or with the show that we do here, you are hitting the nail on the head. That seems to be the, um, dare I say, the, the quote unquote uh, secret that some of these gatekeepers in academia seem to sort of uh, tiptoe around. Whereas the last, you know, 12 to 24 months, I've spoken to some people off the record and they've kind of been like, I've asked them about exactly what we've been discussing for the past couple hours, and they go, yep, that, that's roughly on the money from what we're finding. 
But what are they doing with it? Why is it so secret? Uh, to be honest with you, sir, as I understand it, I've I've been told that they there are certain elements within the government that feel this is so um, it, both good and bad, so jaw dropping in in either polarized in either end of the spectrum that they feel things. And again, this is not for me to say if this is for better or worse, but they feel things need to come out slowly in terms of like, or else people are gonna go for most people will go nuts. I don't know. That's just what I'm, I've been told. Let's, put, let, let, let's think about this for a minute. I literally went nuts. Right. right? That's how this started. No, no. Right. So I kind of get that. It's kind of mind blowing. I mean, I had some help, but that's where it started. Now, everything that I can see, it's like you, you won't tell me anything um, that I, you know, you, I'm not going to, you know, I could some BS, some's not. I'm like, OK, I'll I'll consider it. Right. No, I mean, from what I've been through and the things I see so much more. Well, and, um, think from a philosophical perspective, when people speak on, you know, what we label in the English language from the, you know, the Anglo-Saxon, the Latin influence and all that disagreements, they may not be disagreements. They may simply be another slice of the metaphorical pie, if you will, which speaks to what you talk about when they remote view, the more of them, the stronger. All right. So this is a, my, my favorite analogy, and I've, I, I've been prepared to discuss it with somebody. So I'll do it now. Thank you so much. So. We are gonna. What my eyes can do is like this. I can see more than someone else. So you're gonna have a skeptic like Michael Shermer. He's a famous skeptic. He will come on here and say, "No, you're wrong." And he'll he'll write and articulate and and use all of his energy to prove that I'm wrong. I'll use him as an example. And then if I sit here and try to write and explain how I'm right, it's a losing battle. It's it's dumb because I'm not gonna change his mind. Right. So my analogy is this. Right now. It's like a colorblind person and a not colorblind person. When you have the colorblind test, you have the dots. If you have good vision, you could see the number seven in the dots. Have you guys, are you guys familiar yes. with what I'm talking about? Yes. yes. If you have it, you can see the number seven. If you're colorblind, it just looks like a bunch of blue dots and there's no number in there, right? Why would I argue with somebody who cannot see what I can see? It's a waste of time. Right. Until I get enough people who can see what I see, that's where this conversation goes. I'm not in the I'm not interested in somebody telling me I can't do what I do because I know it's there. It's I'm like interested a, in getting other people to see what I can see because I also know it's there. Again, I know there are people that can do this. I know they're out there. I, I want to connect with them. Right. I've been actually I was wondering if maybe it's possible to uh, for you to uh, uh, potentially either agree or disagree or elaborate on this example or readjust my metaphor here. And uh, my, my background is mainly uh, Italian. Riel's uh, probably going to giggle because I've said this like 50 times over the last two weeks. But it's almost as <laughs> if what you see, sir, is like um, a, a, a plate of pasta with red sauce. And the vast majority of society is saying, hold on, if before putting aside what they see with their eyes it starts in the mind first and the vast majority of society is dare i say i don't want to use a specific word to define this but so stigmatized or indoctrinated with certain quote-unquote normalcies that they say to themselves hold on why isn't the sauce on this plate of pasta green i've been taught my whole life it's supposed to be green and you're basically there like no don't you see it it's red yeah, absolutely. And but I'm not gonna I, I realize at this point, I'm not gonna try to convince it. It's a waste right. of time. And not only that, what are they gonna do with it? I'm looking yeah, for yeah. the people, the forward thinkers who are um 
the 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 blog I wrote again. It's I speak to this because I'm trying to appeal to a business sense. There is intellectual property to be found on the organic metaverse that people can make fortunes with. It's like the new frontier. Now, if that doesn't get attention, I don't know what to tell you. But I know this: people like money, and people like to invest in things they're going to make a return on. Um, so I and again, so if somebody, if somebody really believes that, and if somebody has like a, 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 like a kid or a, a spouse that can do this, there's going to be some interest. And especially when two people are in the same room and and telepathically talk to each other or do some kind of ESP without them, you know, if they try to do it, it's going to only excel. And then then it's going to go quicker and quicker and quicker. And I do believe that um, nonverbal communications is going to be here way before we know it way before we know it would you be open to the possibility that it's something that we as a species got knocked on the head with amnesia with we've had it we've just forgotten how to use it or access it yeah i've thought about that yeah for sure yes yeah definitely especially some um different parts of the world you know different parts of uh, uh tribes in different parts of the world without doubt thousands of years ago ancient egyptians or before egyptians it would make sense yeah wow wow hold on Ariel just sent here um Let's see here, uh, recent publications from Ross Energy Systems. Riel, could you break down what we're um, using EEG and EKG? What I'm gonna put it up on the screen, what we're looking at here. Oh, uh, sure. So I think that uh, it actually should be on that website. Uh, it'll be the third link. So, okay. uh, let's see which one. Well, so the one that I've got open, uh, it is an, a study by Colin Ross. The author presents evidence supporting the hypothesis that human ocular extramission, the emission of brain waves through the eye, can be detected using QEEG equipment or two-channel neurofeedback equipment. So this uh, scientist, uh, I believe, is actually explaining what we were looking at in that image with the uh, graves that were using their eyes to remote view to the people. But this is actual some scientific substantiation to that whole concept. Okay, so this is great. I've not seen this, and I've seen a lot of papers, but I've not seen this. So it's uh, RossEnergySystems.com. Wow, that's great. So yeah. think about this. So when I see an image um, in remote viewing, so let's say it's let's say I turn my attention, and we're talking about this, and I'm going to look. Actually, I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to I'm going to remote view, or I'm going to something's going to pop up. Let me see what it is. I know it's a little weird, but just give me a second. No, 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 please take your time. It's a snake just going in a circle down, down, like down a hole. It's going down a hole. Kind of obviously it's influenced by our spiral talk. Now in my mind, I'm going to say, so I don't know where that's coming from, but I know this, if I think, uh, okay, have a hawk attack the snake, right? So now, now there's a hawk coming in and attacking the snake. So the, the thing, the hawk attacking the snake came from my, my came out, right? What, I don't know what's putting it in, but I know something is coming out. Again, it's like hearing sound coming in, but your voice is something out, coming out. Now the eyes are receiving <coughs> and transmitting information. A lot of people are gonna say that's nonsense, but a lot of people are wrong. Sir, can I just say you're, as I saw you do it, not didn't mean to like, you know, uh, analyze your face or what have you, but. I personally absolutely believe you. And what you just did there, your eyes look like they were observing something in the physical when I, I take it they weren't. But th that speaks to me quite substantially because I've noticed that people that are self, you know, that claim they can remote view in, versus the charlatans, there's a difference in their eyes when they, when they say they're doing it. Yeah, well, I'm, the bottom line is I'm seeing it. Right. So I, this is the thing. I, I'm, not, I'm not 
thinking about it. I'm seeing it. It's physically can be measured. So I don't know. I don't know. The government, you asked me, um, you, we, when we email exchange, has any of the uh, three letter agencies reached out to you? Me? Yeah. No, they haven't. And um, I, I got to believe if somebody can do this, they're doing it in the government. I don't know. Right. Or maybe they can't, or maybe they're doing it different. I mean, that's not my goal to be a, a, a spy, you know, not even. Well, I mean, there's a saying that goes, you know, for the people now <laughs> or in the last handful of years that have discovered these abilities, if they have not been, quote unquote, you know, tapped on the shoulder by any of these agencies, it's possible that it, it's possibly because these agencies uh, already have said people, it, uh, you know, within their their teams, if you will. But I'm just speculating, of course. No, I thought about that. I thought about, I'm like, again, anything, if I do it, I'm like, all right, if I can do this, somebody else can do it too. Now, yeah. we haven't talked about this either. There's sometimes I get an, um, a remote viewing, not from a place, but from the future, like something that's like precognition. So now that, that, that's some wow that that i don't even know when that's going to happen but i'll say one day i'm i'm i'm, I'm this is so banal like or bizarre like I, uh, there's a, th a wheel of a shopping cart coming towards you know in a remote view i'm like that's a stupid thing to see um and, and the, the we squeal squeaky wheel is coming the next day the the shopping cart part comes towards me and hits me like that and i'm like why what or why would that why and why would you know what i mean give me something i can use does this know? follow the train so sorry, the, train of, the train of thought that it's maybe not remote viewing into the future but rather and just exploring ideas that we have been perceived to view time in a linear way going back to your thick time and that what you're viewing has already happened but it hasn't yet that's that's entropy if of you course will. no no right. of course it's happened so i mean think it's the whole slice loaf of view of the universe where the, wherever you are it's already happened of course everything's already happened i mean i i definitely believe that and i think that when you see something like that um and i'm using the physical world to get to so people will understand so let's say if you're walking next to a lake right yeah. and at the end of the lake is a very tall building right let's say it's, it's and the reflection on that lake is flat Right. The building is in front of you standing, but you're seeing the reflection that's flat. Right. Right. You're seeing that reflection before you actually get to that event. Right. To get, before you get to the physical building. I think the things I'm seeing are like that. It's a reflection of something that I'm walking towards, an event I'm walking towards, an mm -hmm. event that I'm going towards. It's some reflection. Again, I think it's a reflection off dark matter and my eyes are picking it up. But um, I, I yeah, I think that's what's happening. Wow. 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 Uh, Riel, did you want to jump in at all? Yeah, I was wondering, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Matt, have you heard of a Dysionin dye or the Dysionin glasses? No, so have you have you seen the movie They Live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By John yeah, So that. in those sunglasses that he okay. puts on, which allows him to see extra dimensional entities, essentially, it sounds like what you have gone through, you've basically developed this ability naturally or, you know, drug induced, however. But it, yeah, totally. I. I believe all of this, that you're seeing things that are just, you're waiting for everybody else to see it. And I don't know why we're all being suppressed frequentially or something like that, that's keeping us somehow like visually impaired. But I just wonder yeah. if there's a way that, cause you said you, there even might've been a gene that was switched on for you so that you're able to see it. And that's super fascinating because of course we're making all this progress with, with genes, switching them on and off. And yeah, I also am wondering about the voice about uh, what, I don't know if you uh, think much about auras or energy fields, but the idea that, you know, maybe drugs can 
induce uh, like cracks in your aura, which makes somebody kind of susceptible to being infiltrated. And there is some sort of entity that could be feeding you information that is, you know, it is within you, but it's also not within you. You know that it's not your voice, but it's like almost, it's what people would, a lot of people who are called schizophrenic are hearing other voices. They're actually hearing other entities and remote viewers and psychics see other entities in their aura, but those people are diagnosed as schizophrenic and that, and are crazy. Yeah, no, I think that's exactly, everything you said is spot on. Um, <laughs> in the book, the, the, um, I, 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 I'm isolated on an island of St. John's in one of the first chapters of my book, and I think these guys are experimenting on me. I know they're, I know I'm do, me, being made to do things, and and maybe they mess with my DNA. I mean, I don't know, you know, and vibrationally too. Not actually, this is funny. Vibrationally, I've thought about this a lot. Not cutting open, but somehow they vibrationally. I, I don't know how they would do it, but that's the that's the vibe. I used to have my headphones in all the time for an entire year. It was when it was before the uh, uh, the wireless ones. I would never. I, I was very uncomfortable talking to people, and the the music would guide me to my actions. So I would listen to music on repeat, songs and songs, and I would do almost. I would take parts of the um, whatever the the words were, and I would act on it. Um, so you know that's that's wow. you know you make a case that's crazy. It's psychotic um, because the actions I took were not helpful at all i mean i mean like i said i was i, I one day i woke up i'm freaking homeless i'm like shit this sucks wow wow <laughs> well so, well, well uh, tom sir i just wanted to say that um unfortunately we're probably gonna have to wrap it up shortly but is there anything you wanted to get to before we did and you're always 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 welcome back on of course um but is there anything in particular you wanted to to get out there before we we wrap this up i mean i cannot thank you enough for your time and your your knowledge and all of this but um is, is there anything at all well, just, I, I do want to reiterate, I think people can do this. I don't think, I think I'm one of the first, but I don't think I'm the only. It's like when Roger Bannister broke the four minute mile, people didn't think you could run four minute mile. Mm -hmm. um, I think other people, and I think uh, something with our environment, something is changing, you know, I'm just an acute example. Right. And I, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm here. I, and I, I actually, I feel like I'm here to point this out to people. You know, I think other people can do it without drugs. Let me be clear, without any drugs, you know, I think people have this gift and I think they can, um, uh, they can do it. And I also want to say, I'm not a teacher. I can't, I don't want to teach anybody to remote view. I, I don't, I'm not, um, I don't, you know, there's people that do that for a living, you know, right, and I've right. never been taught every, I've been like Ronin, like a, a, a samurai with no master. I've been just out there on my own figuring this shit out, you know? Um, Sometimes that's so the best way people would argue in some cases. What's that? In many cases, some people would argue that's the best way. Like, you know, I, I, I barely made it through grade nine math, but here I am re re trying to reverse learn quantum physics. It's yeah, like, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Well, it's true. This, think about it. There's something in you that's driving you. There's something right. in you that's pulling you towards this. You know, you're doing a service. You've got a lot of followers. Um, and they're, and every, if anyone's listening to you, it's because they're curious, you know, and they're curious about this. Why are they curious about this? Because something is going on in our socio in our society right. that's making them this is not this is not a coincidence none of this is a coincidence it's not a coincidence all these um all these uh video games are so popular and all the marvel movies with all these people with powers and abilities none of this is a coincidence. Right. none right. of this our world is changing and um and i just want to be uh i don't know i want to do what i can for I, the better you know I, for the I, better i want to be I, clear about that 
I couldn't agree more, sir. And if again, not to sound uh, for on, on my on my end overly prophetic or anything like this. This is why I said to you on the uh, the Twitter di direct message. I think yesterday or the day prior, I said, uh, sir, I know we've never met, but I can almost feel the conversation and and yourself that's about to happen. And you and you said the same thing. You're like, yes, absolutely. So I I I can I can I think I can relate in in certain regards, but um. I cannot thank you enough, but would you please tell everyone where they can find you, your work, your books? I think it's absolutely vital that they look into what you're exploring. I really do. So it, please, the floor is yeah, here. Yeah, um, so, all right. So first of all, if you want to get the book, Jesus Goes to Hollywood, A Memoir of Madness, it's available on Amazon, uh, digital or, you know, ship it to yourself. Again, it's a, it's a, it's a mental health journey with addiction and recovery. It's got some wild stories, wild stories I haven't talked to about. It. So it's entertaining read. And then the end of it, it's, um, and there's some, but there are some phenomena elements, but it's not a phenomenon book. And, and then figuring out what happened to my brain and still trying to research this and get to academic institutions to, um, so I can learn more about Upside. Number one. Number two, um, no, if you know anybody that is interested in exploring any of the things that we've talked about today, you know, setting, I, again, on any level, re, reach out to me. And you, again, I think it's going to, it's like the Galileo Institute has got their academic thing. I think this is going to have something different. I don't think this should, should be part of that at all. I think this is going to be a different kind of thing because there are rewards to be found um, on the dark matter, <laughs> on the dark, with dark matter in the dark matter universe. So yeah, thanks for inviting me on. I had a great talk. You guys are smart guys, ask some really good questions. Um, yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks thank a you, lot, sir. Guys. Please, if it's all right, if you could stay on right after we uh, sure we enough, of course. Thank for you sure. so much, everyone. Cheers.